Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the GG God and Games podcast. And today, guys, is going to be a fantastic episode. We're going to have an awesome Jesus Talk segment and an amazing video game segment. So I hope you guys are looking forward to today's episode. I know I am. And let's keep this intro short. And without further ado, let's get into the podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, today in our Jesus Talk segment, I'm going to be kind of talking about what I've been reading in the Bible as of recently and how it's really impacted my life and how it's just like it's super cool. And I've like I've had a blast reading it and to just kind of give you maybe um, ideas on like maybe what you want to read or maybe some viewpoints on something you've already read. But um like maybe you didn't see that perspective and it's not going to be like crazy in depth, but just kind of like talking about um, what I've been reading and kind of um, analyzing it and just kind of uh, talking about it as um, over the podcast. So what I've been reading is the book of Revelation. Now, the book of Revelation is the last book in the Bible, last book of the New Testament. It's the final, it's the big shabam it's like this is it this is the book to wrap everything up and um as much as it um wraps it up i think i've i've read it once or twice before but um as much as it like really is a good like kind of finisher to the bible and i mean good is obviously like um that's probably not the word, the best used word. Uh, it's a fantastic finish to the Bible. It also kind of leaves you uh, longing and looking to the future um, as we wait for Jesus' return. And um, so the book of Revelation, if you never read it, is basically um, while John, I can't remember if he was in prison or here, let's see. Uh, well, he was writing a letter to uh, his friends in which... Basically, uh, I, I, I'm pretty sure it was Jesus. Jesus came down in more of like a heavenly form, not like just in the like physical body, like kind of showing off his like ultimate glory in the like visual sense um, alongside of his miracles and his teachings and what he the ultimate price he paid for us. Um, so he like comes in this more um, like... I guess the best word is awesome, just awesome form to John. And he basically tells John, Hey, I'm going to give you this vision and I want you to write to, um, the seven churches. We see that in the beginning, uh, he's writing to the seven churches from what he has seen from this vision that Jesus gave to him. And, um, it's kind of, uh, I can't remember where, but uh, Jesus says, like, why should any of you um, care if, uh, like, I keep one of you? And I think he was, like, whether he's gesturing or referring to, uh, but he was talking about John. Keep one of you till, till the end times uh, or to see the end times, something around those lines. I can't remember. I, I know that the d disciples interpreted it like, oh my goodness, John is going to live till the end of the world. Like, this is crazy. But in reality, 
uh, whether he was actually um, like even referring to the, the vision he gives John or if it just like he was using John as an example. We see that Jesus does give John a vision of what is going to happen during the end times. And it is just it's a bananas vision like it, like you can't really say it um any more like much different than that it's crazy uh we see that um like all of these different things that are going to be happening starts with uh like jesus basically talking uh to these angels who have like been guarding over these churches and um rating their performance and uh then it goes on to talk about like uh, we see in chapter four, the heading is the throne of heaven. And then, uh, like just all sorts of like crazy, the seven seals, uh, the four, the 14, the 144,000 of Israel sealed. Um, and then I, they talk about like the angel and the little scroll that, uh, uh, that John eats the seven thunders that what they say is sealed up the woman and the dragon uh, and like all in the beasts uh, the like the the dragons beasts like all of these crazy things all of these things are what John is seeing in this vision that Jesus is giving to him and I think one of the main points I've pulled from this there's been a lot of really cool points but i feel like one of the main things i've really pulled from reading revelation is god is like he isn't just like this like feeble like just like here he cares for us he loves us god um he like it isn't like he's just like you know um like hanging around you know he's like promise yeah you'll have an eternity so no like he has control over everything and he's planning this huge finish for everybody. It's like the grand finale. We've been watching a lot of movies lately and in every movie it always ends with this big scene. Um, generally between, and we see it's no different in Revelation, it's between the good and evil, um, God and the devil. Uh, and it's just like this ultimate showdown, um, the battle to end all battles right here. And God isn't just like doing something casual, something like um, not noticeable. He's like, he's doing it and he's doing it big. And that just shows God's might and his power. And what's even crazier is God has already planned everything out. Like the outcome is already certain. He, he was showing John what is going to happen, even though it hadn't even happened yet. Um like John, like there wasn't any end times that had happened. And then like Jesus was showing him visions from the past. No, these things hadn't even happened. And Jesus was showing John what is to happen. I feel like this, it's just, it's crazy. Awesome. How God is just so powerful that he can not only play it, everything out, but he can also show those, um, who he chooses, what is going to happen in, like there's no, it's not like any, nothing ever. And I feel like this is so, such a good truth. Nothing ever catches God off guard. He's never like, whoa, that came out of left field. No, he knows exactly what field it's coming out of every time. And I feel like it's just, it's really, um, 
just kind of a reassuring thing that, you know, uh, Jesus, God, the Holy Spirit, like everything is planned out. He has everything under control, even though like you read some crazy things in Revelations, like no lie. There are some things where I'm like, that's really going to happen. Oh my goodness gracious. Like not even being able to ma imagine like what is actually like going to, ha obviously it's telling me, but like trying to wrap my mind around that. It's just crazy. And then saying like, Hey, this is actually going to happen. I just think that's awesome. And for someone who I feel like some, a part of Christianity that just brings me so much joy is the adventure side to it. Like it really, um, it really just gets rid of this idea that, you know, we are pointless, we are worthless, we're just here on this dull island, not island, planet, and we're just, you know, waiting, sitting here till we die, and then we die, and then we're nothing. Like, that. that's, that's not fun, and at the same time, we have, that's like, that's not cool at all, like, there's nothing good in that. And at the same time, we have this longing for adventure and a journey and like this, all, all of these longings for adventures and journeys and saviors and battles against evil with good as the winner, all of these, um, point to Jesus. Like all of our longings, our deepest longings, um, they all point to Jesus, the, the good longings, not the evil ones, the ones that really shake our soul. When we watch a good movie and we just uh, we see like good just triumph over evil as it crushes evil under its heel, we just we're filled with joy. We we're we're not filled, but we see we find we there's joy in those moments. We're like, wow, this is awesome, and it's just a little glimpse at Jesus's beauty in the plan He has for us in the ultimate crushing of evil under the foot of good and i feel like it's just like so soul satisfying to just think of man especially like lord of the rings battle of mordor um th like this ultimate struggle with good versus evil the final battle and then evil is destroyed like multiply that times infinity and that's what you have with what god has planned he not only is um going to just get rid of evil, but he's executing justice on those who deserve it. He's giving um, those who were wronged their justice. And what's awesome is we don't even have to deal out justice because we don't know how. We weren't dealt fair justice. Um, like Jesus, he came and took our place. He prevented justice from coming on us, the justice we deserved. And those who rejected it, um, God, his, his wrath is going to spill out upon them. And I still, I can't even wrap my head around God's wrath. It's just like this crazy, awesome, like mind blowing thing that is like, has a really big part in revelation because God is getting, he's executing his wrath. He is like his wrath is pouring down on those who have rejected him and told him no. And he is uh, like, he, he has told them, he's like, come after them. He's run after them. And this is finally where his wrath just spills onto those who've turned from him. Um, and uh, it's like, it's just like, it's not like God is like, yes, I want to be angry at you. I love hurting you. Like that's never, ever God's intention. He never finds joy in watching you suffer. But his wrath, like, that is not something that just can be, like, ignored. No, this is a real, literal thing. And it will consume us because of his power, his might, and his glory, and his beauty. His wrath will consume us. And for those of us who have trusted in Jesus, 
his wrath goes on to Jesus and he absorbs it for us and we don't even have to touch it because Jesus paid for it. But those who reject Jesus, even though Jesus is like, let me be, let me come and shield you from God's wrath, they say no and instead are consumed by it because his wrath is all powerful and only he himself can stop his own wrath. So I feel like that it's not that God loves watching you suffer. No, not at all. But his wrath must come out. Like there must be justice done. And Jesus has taken our justice upon himself for those of us who trust in him. But for those who have rejected him, for those who have said, I don't need Jesus, they shall be consumed. And um, it also just really shows God's power. Like he has this just like infinitely powerful cosmic wrath that just like we can't even put into words how crazy and insane and awesome and mind-blowing this is and how much glory there is. And oh, oh my goodness. It's just like God is just so awesome that his wrath like cannot even be described in human words. Like I, I, I feel like I imagine John like as he's because I feel like there's a lot of comparisons in Revelation where John's like comparing what he's seeing and like almost everything is like he's trying to compare it to things because it's just so magical and so beautiful and so mind-blowing that there's nothing he can really like that will do justice to compare it to you just have to see it because that's God's beauty he is something brand new he's something not brand new in the sense that he's like new but it is something aside from the um, empty vessels of trash that we have on this earth he is glory filled and beauty filled and he is something far greater than anything we have on this earth and it's just it's mind-blowing and it's so beautiful so guys i really recommend that um you go and check out revelation it's definitely um i know i want to find some commentary and i'm gonna have to I haven't done a good job at, of looking, but some either John Piper or Timothy Keller or really any just commentary on Revelation because I feel like um, I just really want to be able to comprehend. Um, and I know like as humans, like even the greatest um, like Christians and scholars of the Bible, they can't even they can't even figure out what all is about to go down. And we just kind of have to trust that God has it all under control. He knows how the final scene is going to go in his great story. He knows how it's going to go, what's going to happen. There will be no surprises for him. And we can, we as Christians, um, though, if we are still on this earth, there are definitely going to be some hardships during these end times. Um, once we are with him and when he comes and he gets us, when Jesus comes and saves us, he takes those who follow him, him his children up to heaven. We can sit and watch this like crazy, awesome, insane final chapter of God's story. So yeah, guys, I totally recommend 10, a 12 out of 10, a hundred out of 10, a million infinity out of 10 recommend that you read this book. And it's, it's just, it's a fantastic book. And, um, yeah, so that's kind of my thoughts and what I've been kind of taking away from Revelation. I hope you guys enjoyed. Um, I, I know I love talking about just just talking about Jesus, man. That always brings me so much joy, joy, and I know it brings him joy, too. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into our next segment.
Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the GG God in Games video game podcast segment. Now, in today's video game segment, we are going to be talking about not just a video game, but a book series, a TV series, and a new coming video game. And the series name is, a drumroll please, The Last Kids on Earth. Now, The Last Kids on Earth is a book series, or at least it started as a book series, written by Max Breiler and illustrated by Douglas Holgate. And it's this series in which uh, these kids, uh, Jack, um, June, Quint, and Dirk, uh, they're four like middle school kids, and basically a monster slash zombie apocalypse comes into their small town of, oh, oh I'm blanking on the name, uh, but this, uh, this, uh, this like apocalypse kind of, there's like the zombie plague that came with this apocalypse in which like there were like portals in the sky and all sorts of crazy stuff but basically there was this huge monster apocalypse oh wakefield yeah wakefield i believe is the name and so in wakefield and basically these huge portals open up in the sky and you kind of figure out like backstory behind all of this stuff but huge portals open up in the sky and monsters are coming out this zombie plague comes and starts infecting um humans in which when they bite other when the infected humans slash now zombies bite other humans it turns them into zombies and it's like they they're the only as well you there's more survivors but um at the beginning it's only uh at first jack like thinks he's the only one and then he finds his buddy quint in which they find june and then dirk as well and they're kind of like this like family of like just survivors and it's basically their adventures in this like post-apocalyptic world now if you know me you know i am a sucker for a good apocalypse like storyline and uh this this series even though it is like a kid series like i really really enjoy it a lot and um it, it's just it's a really cool series and i feel like i've just had a lot of fun um reading it and so let me kind of give some more like so there's a book series which i believe there are six like um base books and then they did a side story between book five and six and like some other like uh books thrown in there like um survival guides and stuff like that um so there's the basic six books with uh the seventh coming in the fall of 2021 and then there's a netflix series in which there are currently three seasons the first and they go by rather than seasons it goes by books and uh so book one is kind of more in a movie-esque format probably one of my favorites if i'm going to be honest i just really kind of enjoy um seeing as the characters kind of um they start to build their character more in like find each other and kind of seeing like the early um, stages of the apocalypse or post apocalypse, uh, even though the apocalypse is still going on, like after the big apocalypse that happened. And so um, there's the first uh, book, which is like an hour and like maybe 10 minutes, somewhere around there, hour and eight minutes, something like that. Then there's book two, which uh, goes off of the second book. And some of these um, are kind of, just you know because it's a book going into a tv series it like some parts uh aren't 
in the book that are in uh, the TV series and vice versa. So it's obviously um, like pretty not it's not like super strict like um, like from the book script, but um, they still do a really good job. So the second uh, book slash season is uh, 10 episodes and they all talk about, um, uh, oh, uh, the Oh, it's, oh, the zombie, oh, the zombie parade. So book two, the zombie parade. And it's, uh, that's the season. So then they, and then they've had book three, which is the nightmare King. And it basically goes off of that's 10 episodes. They're all like around 20 minutes or something like that. And it kind of follows, um, even though it's kind of loosely, um, there's some parts that are in the book that aren't in the show and vice versa. But, um, uh, so that's, then they have the third book um, and the third uh, television uh, season as well. So there's three seasons on Netflix and a fourth coming um, what's presumed like early 2021. Um, so then there's, so there's the book series and then there's the TV series and then coming in the spring of 2021, which I think I'm most excited for is going to be the video game. Now this is launching on your, like, you know, your Xbox, your switch, your PS4, think PC as well. And it's called the last kids on earth, the staff of doom. And basically you take this like kind of third person view of, um, like whatever characters and you're kind of just like comboing monsters and, um, doing fights and stuff. And I think you're like trying to recover these, um, like pieces of the staff before this like bad guy. Um, I think she's, I can't, I can't remember if she's a monster or human, but like is trying to summon Rezok, which is like the big overarching bad guy. And obviously, you know, that it's probably not going to happen since like, you know, it's a video game and I've been kind of looking at the video game and I think I'm, more just kind of excited that they have a video game for the last kids on earth i'm not really necessarily looking for any quality um of the video game just because you know the graphics aren't super great um from the looks of it um the gameplay just from the storyline seems kind of um just uh super like um, repeating and you just like kind of play for the, through the base story missions. Uh, but I'm just, I'm excited to have a last kids on earth game. I feel like that's going to be really fun. And even though it's probably not going to be like super popular, I think it's going to be fun because it's going to have a co- a couch co-op. Sorry. I butchered that a couch co-op mode in which you can, um, all have four people on a console and you're all playing as uh, Quint, uh, Dirk, June and Jack. And, um, each, each different, uh, character has like their own uh, weapon and their own moves, stuff like that. And it, from the looks of it, you're like getting armor and upgrading your characters, stuff like that. So like uh, a pretty fun video game, um, idea. And I'm super excited to play spring of 2021 is when it's going to be launching. So probably sometime around when the new season for the Netflix show is also going to be launching. So lots of fun last kids on earth content, um, coming there. So I, I just feel like I really enjoy, um, just kind of the fun, like childish take on a apocalypse. I feel like it kind of takes the, like there are definitely, it has its serious moments. Uh, but I feel like it kind of just takes that like super serious, um, like mode that like game, like state of decay or, like day Daisy or like really most of your or like last of us, like, or, uh, the walking dead, like that really just intense, like overarching looming, um, 
like just uh, mood uh, it kind of takes that away and kind of has it be like fun and i think it's also cool they've uh especially in the books i feel like the illustrator douglas holgate is a fantastic illustrator i his illustrations are just super awesome and um just some of the monsters they come up with are really really cool and uh, i feel like it's cool that it's not just a zombie apocalypse um obviously the zombies are pretty prominent and they're actually pretty big players as you read through the series um but i feel like it's also fun to have the monsters in there because it isn't just like oh there's just another zombie and i think what i also like about um the the tv show is like it's really just kind of like you know they're just kind of chilling in their neighborhood and they're having like a fun time there's obviously this plot that's happening but they're just like chilling out and it's just kind of like the fun life for a teenager of the apocalypse and like um i don't know just something about like all of the zombies like they have like probably five zombie templates that they just like throw in there um even though i'm guessing not I'm pretty positive that not every person um, looks like one out of the five zombies uh, that they have. But I feel like it's just kind of fun to have like this like cheesy fun um, show that's just like just it's just fun to watch. And I feel like I really enjoy that about the series. But The Last Kids on Earth, fantastic series. If you're kind of into that childish apocalypse, just kind of fun, fun to fun to just like sit like not looking for a super insane plot or anything but just just fun to sit and watch so yeah i highly highly recommend that if you are a fan of the last kids on earth um be looking forward to a new season a new book in the fall and a new game in the spring so lots of stuff coming um through like the first half of uh 2021 so it's super exciting um i'm really i'm like i'm just i'm excited for all of the last kids on earth content that's going to be coming and for a fun fact for those of you who have watched the show um the uh the actor who plays mike in stranger things his older brother who i'm i'm not sure what his name is i i know i've read it somewhere but um his older brother is the one who voices jack in uh the last kids on our tv show so uh just a fun little fact about uh that uh, about the show and the voice actors um there's actually they're taking the voice actors from the show and they're going to be voice acting in the game as well so um exciting stuff i'm really excited for the game the sh- the new season in the show uh, no, I already said that. And in the new book. So um, that's going to be my segment for um, the gaming slash, you know, book slash whatever segment. But I hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast. I had a great time. I hope you guys um, enjoyed as well. And look forward to next week with a new episode coming out. Um, I hope this isn't too late. Um, I know it's like definitely not in the afternoon, um, but I feel like... Uh, if I can get it in the afternoon, that's going to be good. Uh, but definitely, <laughs> it's probably most likely not always going to be in the afternoon since, you know, I, I do stuff during the afternoon. But, um, yeah, we'll see. Look forward to a new episode on Saturday. And, um, yeah. So, without further ado, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I had a blast. And remember, guys, look to Jesus. Man, he fills you with so much life that nothing, no empty thing on this earth can fill you with. So, Look to him this week as we go into a fresh new week. Um, And Sunday's tomorrow. And uh, it's going to be a great Sunday, a great day to worship God. And um, just like every day, every day is a great day to worship God. So thank you so much for listening. Guys, I will check y'all 
or check y'all. What in the world? I will uh, catch y'all. Yeah, that sounds better. I'll catch y'all in the next episode. Peace.